For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Start and end your day with the good news. The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Well, praise the Lord and God bless you today. This is Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life, and I have the distinct pleasure of being here today with therapist Lisa and she's just as cute as she want to be. She's just as cute as a button. She really like is. like you, Beatrice. Do you really? Uh -oh. Why? Because you're cute. You yes. are cute. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we're here with Pastor John. Hey. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know something? If I get any better, I have to be twins. Oh, well, how does that? That's confusing. It, what'd you say? <laughs> oh, no, man. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, maybe That's we're awesome. in trouble, That's Pastor yeah. John. You There's might two be. of them. I know. <laughs> well, we are here today. We cannot sub for Angie because there is no substitute for that chick. Okay. <laughs> but we're going to sit in for her today. There you go. That sounds good. Okay. And we're going to have a good time today. We've got some good stories for you today, some good news, you know, because it's at this stage of, of life, we all need to hear some good news. Amen. We really do. And I don't know about everybody else, but it's just, it's hard sometimes looking at the way the world is going Definitely. Yeah. and just seeing how stuff is not being done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we need some good do news. And so we're here today to bring some good news and we're just going to have a good time. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm honored and privileged to be here today with therapist Lisa and pastor John. And, and I've never sat down and chat with chatted with them, but um, they seem like some good people even though they tried to throw me under the bus thing, <laughs> since I'm the substitute teacher today, they're going to act crazy. And that was Lisa. Yeah, sure. <laughs> not, not the therapist. I'm always good. Oh, you're always no, good. Ther uh. Therapists know how to manipulate things is what the real story oh. is. You're right. They do. And see, the never, are coming out. But never look in their eyes. I, uh, that's the Don't secret. Look in their eyes. That's the secret. See, she's oh. trying to look at me right now. I know. That's the hard part when I say I'm a therapist. They all think I could read their minds. I'm like, you know what? I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I try to keep it on the down low because at dinner, I'm like, I'm off duty. I should have that, like, off duty. No, Lisa is not in the building. Well, you always have those people to come to you and say, what do you see about me? Right, what right. Do you, what do you think? Can you, can you really read my mind? Right. What am I thinking right now? And then I, then I say, well, what do you think you're thinking? Oh, see? <laughs> That's good. See? All right. See how tricky and manipulative I, I, they are? I try, right? <laughs> well, Pastor John, you have the same, I mean, you have to do the same thing with the the, the body, don't you? Shh. Oh, I'm yeah, this That's a that. secret. It's, it's uh, oh. It's, it is it is funny how close being a pastor at times is probably to being a therapist. Mm -hmm. Except for I don't have the training, so I'm just a mess. I but uh, you know, that's why he sees me. That's right. <laughs> okay. Just that, on wait, what happened to client I know, per, right, Dr. Client Purvis? HIPAA and all that stuff yeah. went out the window. It didn't work today. No, <laughs> it's on Therapy Tuesday. We're all open. <laughs> That's all right. Well, we're going to talk about some good news today. We're going to um, talk about this one story about this police officer who bought a daddy a new car seat because his baby girl was not in a car That's seat so cool. when he looked into the car. That's an awesome story. When Levante Dell was pulled over in his Impala Monday afternoon on Warren Avenue, he thought, oh, no. When he had the lights 
That's I did what everybody pretty much does when they get pulled over. Heart drop went to my stomach. Dell figured it was because of his tinted windows, and he was right. But when Westland police officer Joshua Scaglione walked up to the car, he saw something else. Dell's three-year-old daughter Lauren was not in a car seat. I asked him why is she in there without a car seat? It's unsafe. And he teared up a little bit, explained to me that he's going through some tough times. When he asked me, do I mind stepping out the car? I, <laughs> I was really expecting the worst. But that's when something really great happened. He actually talked to me. He asked me what was going on. And I, I broke everything down to him, like why I'm in the position that I'm in and why money is tight. I related to it. I related to the fact that I've been in that situation before. And I said, you know, to myself, this is a perfect opportunity for me to help this guy. So this rookie officer didn't give Dell a ticket. Instead, he told him to follow him to Walmart. Therapist Lisa, I, I have a question for you. What if that police officer had not taken that tactic with that young man who sounds like he's going through a really hard mm -hmm. time? You know, and, and that is just important. You know, it shows what a great role model, you know, someone can do to someone's life, you know, and someone to look up to, especially a police officer. We've all heard about, you know, in the news, Milwaukee, all that stuff, right? So here's this this guy. He took away his badge and he became human, you know, and, and an equal partner and not judging. And I think that's important when we go through life, especially through hard times, we are so apt to judge ourselves that we think others are judging us as well. And so sometimes we're closed off to people because we're just feeling so ashamed. And so instead of both of them had their boundaries down, you know, the walls down, and to really relate to that person I think is pretty amazing. That's good. That's good. Pastor John, what you got? Yeah, you know, I think I think it's interesting. I have I have a couple close relatives and, and several close friends who are who are officers and um and, and one of the things that's interesting is is this guy was a young officer he's a rookie right they said in the story and and i think it's interesting to watch at how police officers can get pretty cynical you know because they see that they see the underside of society a lot they're you know going to these calls where people are hurt or committing crimes and all these things all the time and so i think it, it, it becomes difficult for them to kind of uh, you know not put up the walls that you talked about lisa and and then and then to you know see through what's going on in somebody's life and so i hope this officer and many officers will will look at him as an example and be able to hang on to the humanity piece even though they're seeing the worst part of humanity a lot and not not become cynical and i think that's really tough absolutely and and then what can that that daddy pass on to his baby girl right you know when you were two years old mm -hmm. this is what happened for right. you you know, and how can he pass that on to somebody else? And I, I think we lose sight of, um, you know, the Bible says, and be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Right. Well, that young daddy just reaped. Mm -hmm. Right, you know, absolutely. Okay, because that officer sold into his life. Mm -hmm. You know, how can we, as a people, just continually sow into people's, people's lives and not get so weary in the well-doing? Right, Because right. it's hard. Right. Don't don't grow weary in doing good. You know, Galatians. I also think like he's teaching his little kid, you know, about trust. And I think that's huge. You know, he this this dad trusted this officer, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to allow him in his life to go shopping, get a car seat, you know, and to have faith in others that we're not all bad. Yeah. You know, good. there's good in people. That's yeah. good. Well, and I think, I, I think too, to just think about, you know, some officers might not have the means at, at a particular time to do something like that. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to, you know, right. put this expectation on every officer at right. every time. Right. But w when this officer was able and did have the means to do it, he did it. And, and for that, we should praise him. Absolutely. Definitely. Let's hear part two. 
And as they walk through the aisles heading for the car seat section, Dell says he didn't feel like he was with someone he'd just met. You would have thought we was best friends, like we knew each other for a while because it, it wasn't an awkward silence. We was talking the whole way. I learned about him, he learned about me. He seems like the blue-collar, hard-working guy, uh, and he's doing his best he can for his family. And then another surprise. Officer Scaglioni reached into his own pocket and bought this car seat for Dell's daughter. I thank her from the bottom of my heart. Dell says they parted ways before he realized he didn't get Officer Scaglioni's name. That's one of the reasons he posted the story on Facebook, and it has since gone viral. I feel he should get the recognition that he that he deserves. Like everybody should know what he did. So now, little Lauren has her car seat. Thank you. And her father has a newfound appreciation for police. Don't judge a book by its cover, man. You'll be surprised what come out of it. It wasn't my intention. I never thought that this was going to happen. Never thought that I'd be talking to you, <laughs> but I am, and I I really hope that this uh, has changed a lot of people's perception on us. Okay, so baby girl said, thank you. That's so cute. It's so cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, how could you not just melt oh, yeah. That's yeah. You know, at that? But but look at what, look at the goodwill that was created in this right. situation. Yeah. You know, and this is just one, well, two families, mm -hmm. um, Officer Scaglione's and the young man and his baby. These, these are two families that have come together yeah. You know, and said, hey, all our lives matter. Okay, exactly. because it goes back to that. Right. All our lives yeah, matter. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that, that baby girl, she got a car seat that she badly needed. Right. I'm, I'm glad it went viral because just like what you said, Beatrice, you know, all lives matter, you know, and the fact that in the news, you know, let's be honest, there's bad people everywhere, bad cops, bad yes. therapists, not me, but, but oh. you know, right? <laughs> right? There are some bad people out there, but there's also great people, and we shouldn't just, just because they're an officer shouldn't automatically think that they're all bad, right? right? right. And for someone to do that, I think is pretty amazing, you know, and to go viral, I think we as People need to see that more and not be afraid of cops. You're right well, now. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and the other thing, it kind of goes back to that whole, we're all image bearers of God, right? We all, we all were created with, with, with God's image in us. And, and so there is a sense in which I think we forget that. And it's real easy to, for whatever reasons, it doesn't even matter what the reasons are because we're too busy, because we can't see past our own nose, because whatever. Um, but, but this officer saw that, whether he would characterize it that way or not. He saw there's, this is another human being. Uh, created in God's image, who is just having a hard time and needs some help and maybe needed to go to a job interview. I don't know where he was headed, but go somewhere. And, and he was out of options. Mm -hmm. And so he puts his little girl in the back seat or whatever without a car seat. And, and so instead of instead of penalizing him, he helps him fix it. Which he could have, right? He, he could have given absolutely. him a ticket. He could have, you know, done he a lot of things. He could have pounded the car or th right? done something crazy, right? you know. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying to this extreme, but is it also a dependency and neglect? Like you put your child in a, you know, in a car without right. a car seat, right? So the cop could have thrown the right. And here's a guy who probably couldn't afford an attorney to fight that That's or, right. you know, That's so right. instead of going that route, he went a more positive route, and I think that's pretty cool. You know, and I'm gonna call you Dr. Lisa. I like that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not a Wait, doctor. Are you a doctor? I'm not, okay. but you can go ahead for the sure. show. I am Dr. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Lisa, I, I have a question for you. In this day and age, when we're all so skewed by the media, skewed by everything that's going on in the world, how do we come back to a place where we can actually? We can grab each other's hands mm -hmm. and we can actually be just people.
with each other. How do we how do we do that? What would you tell somebody? One, I would say turn off the news. I think we're so, you know Amen. what I right Amen to that. because we're so embedded in that, mm -hmm. and they only report the negative. Let's be honest, because the good news for whatever reason it bleeds. It leads right, right, mm. right. So I think shut that down and really reach out to your community mm -hmm. and you know educate yourself don't let the news educate you right. so if you have questions if you have concerns about a, a person you know find those answers yourself seek that out and i think reaching out to people and get out of your phones you know and yes. really have good eye contact with mm -hmm. people um, I think that's first and foremost, start communicating. And I think we're shutting down that, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, well and, the, and the other side of that, too, is, is let's just be honest. It doesn't even matter which which side of you know the political spectrum or whatever you're on. Right. The news is biased. Right. Yes. I don't care which channel you watch. You watch the same channel I watch or you watch a different channel. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's biased. So you're going you're gonna to see whatever uh, narrative they want you to see. And so I think it takes work and effort mm -hmm. to um, to filter that mm -hmm. and to and to recognize that and then maybe even to seek out other things in the news because there is there's 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 websites dedicated to good news. Yes. And you can yeah. go and you can visit them and you can read them and you ought to because all this negative mm -hmm. constantly, um, you know, it can color your. Your, your perspective how does that you know looking from the church perspective the body of christ yeah how does that color um how you minister to people yeah well i think there's there's that's a good question and it, and it's actually something that i think is is really important for people to understand the difference between you know the church and the government i think the two mm -hmm. get conflated a lot mm -hmm. and so people will often uh, when they go to the ballot box for instance and they cast a vote they will vote away their own responsibilities as christians as followers of Christ, and they will they will give that to someone else. When in reality, it's 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 the church's responsibility, mm -hmm. and and it and it becomes really difficult to manage that and to figure that out. Because, for instance, someone comes to us and says, "Hey, I'm I'm down on my luck for whatever reason, and I've got this need." Mm -hmm. You know, depending on what it is, sometimes we're able to help. A lot of a lot of times, though, we'll go, "Well, have you looked at this program or that program?" And what we're doing. And a lot of times it's because we don't have resources or whatever. We're, we're actually saying, hey, go to this government program now to, right. now to take care of your need. And so there's been this um, overlap, I guess you might say, between mm -hmm. what was once the church's responsibility and private domain, private charities domain, mm -hmm. has now become, and some of it has been taken over by the, by the government in a lot of ways. And so it becomes really difficult to manage yeah. that. But all of that said recognizing our own responsibility and taking that seriously is where we start. Yes, yes, yes. And I remember as a child growing up in South Carolina, if somebody down the road from us had a problem, had a need, right. I remember mama packing up boxes of food and, and stuff. To Take that over to Miss Sophronia's house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and Miss Sophronia said, oh, thank you, baby. Y'all didn't have to mm -hmm. do it. Yes, we did. Mama said, yeah. you know, and we always help because that's who we were. We didn't wait for the government programs. Mm -hmm. You know, we helped each other. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, is it, where's the flood? Is it St. Louis? Is that? No, it's no, in, in um, Louisiana. 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 That's what it is. So, so back when, um, and just as an example, back when Hurricane Katrina hit, mm -hmm. afterwards, there was a lot of that, right? Initially, there was a lot of neighbors helping neighbors. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the government came in, FEMA, and they shut all of that down and basically said, you can't do it. That's right. The government's going to come and do it. Yeah. And I don't know what's happening in Louisiana now, but I would bet 
that is probably the same kind of thing. And so it's become really difficult mm-hmm. for you and me as, as, as a brother and a sister in Christ mm-hmm. To now and go do that and so but we, we got to do everything we can and but you could do what, it one neighbor at a time yeah absolutely that they're not you know and i and i think it, it goes back to we're not outside anymore right you know how many of us really know our neighbors or go mm-hmm. down the street you yeah. know so i i lived in california for a long time and we were so we as a neighborhood no one knew anybody you know you just get into your your little cars and not stereotyping anyone but you know you go to your job you come home you go to your country club whatever it is right and we're not really knowing who our neighbors are and i think that's important go outside know if you haven't seen your neighbor in a while you know that's right so it's really important or when the snow comes here you know go shovel someone's driveway so i think those are important is to get back out into the community and really socialize and interact because then you will know when someone's in need. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, yeah. funny, Pastor John, that you should mention that I'm going to be interviewing a good friend of mine who's from Opelousas, um, Louisiana, mm-hmm. and her family has been affected, her friends and what have you. And um, we're going to talk about what she's doing mm-hmm. to take back yeah. to Louisiana to help those folks down there. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we've got to do it. We, yeah. we can't just sit by and, and not do anything. I mean, the least of all we can do is pray. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. You know, and, that, and that's interesting. This seem, might seem like a tiny little thing, but I think it develops an attitude in you. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we're doing at our church right now, we have this like each one reach one campaign thing, and we've that's got good. little cards printed up and things. But one of the things that I was sharing with the congregation that my wife and I, a habit that we picked up, and, and we haven't done it always as much as we should, but we, we, when we go out to eat or something, mm-hmm. We'll often like say the waitress will come and give us our water and we'll often just say, hey, you know, we're going to pray for our food in a minute. How can we pray for you? Oh, and it's amazing. Just a little nice. thing. How how somebody will all of a sudden be like, oh, my mm. goodness, you're going to pray for me. Like nice. you've totally changed their day. Yes. yes. And, and and we've actually had people come back to us and, and, and talk about, you know, how how what at the end of the meal or whatever, what an impact that's had on wow. them. And but it and that's not going to fix everything in the world. You know, it's just a prayer. Yeah. And God yeah. can do great things for whatever's going on in their life and maybe oh, yeah. and maybe does, but it changes my attitude Absolutely. about how I look at those around me, my neighbors and things like that. Sure. Absolutely. That's great. And you know, I, I think the more we pray, the more it changes us on right. the inside. That's right. You know, and not so much everybody else. Pastor John, how can we get in touch with you? Oh gosh. Um you can uh you could go to the gfol.org website and that's our church and you can look me up on Facebook or John Byrne, B Y R N E. Friend him. Friend me if you want to. I don't know. I don't know. After the day, and y'all wanted to throw me under the bus, I don't know if I want to. That, that was. It wasn't, the John that wasn't on the record. That was know, off right? the record. That was off the record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting yeah, well, I was only throwing you on, under the bus off the air. <laughs> okay, well, that doesn't I'm, count, right? I'm yeah. sure the Lord will remember that because I tell him everything. <laughs> it's like my mom. She was, she was always she she'd go she go. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm praying you get you caught, and then I'd right. get caught. That's right. It was yeah. terrible. Right. We don't was, play that, Doctor Lisa. How do we get in touch with you? <laughs> I love you, Doctor Lisa. I know, right? Um, LifeSupportInstitute.com. LifeSupportInstitute.com. I can run with that. There you go. I can <laughs> run with that. Life support. support. Institute. Life yep. support. We support your life. Some people call us up and think we're medically life support. No. <laughs> We're emotional life support. Okay. Emotional life support. I like that. Well, this is Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life, and I'm here with now my good friends mm-hmm. on Angie Amen. Austin Good News, Good News with Angie Austin and friends, and, and we're just having such a good time. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about gang rivals and forgiveness. So don't go anywhere. 
Come back and listen to us today. Thank you. The good news of Jesus for you in High Definition Radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Hey, it's Angie Austin. I'm here with my friend Francis Owens with ARC. And Francis, you and I have been friends a long time, and you and I both wanted to do something with our lives, with our careers that made a difference. I love ARC. I've gotten to know so many of the differently abled ambassadors through you. And it's shopping with a purpose. So when we shop there, the money actually goes to help the disabled community locally. And you need donations. We need donations all the time, and we are very, very happy to come pick them up. You can easily call 303-238. Jane, which is 303-238-5263. We would love to come pick up anything. All of our sales go to help people with disabilities around the state. We raise funds for advocacy. Love it. And you can also, of course, drop things off, but they'll come and pick things up for free. And again, all the money stays locally to help the disabled community. And I love to shop there because I find great deals. You can find out more info as well at arcthrift.org. Thank you. Perfect. Yay. When going to a chiropractor, you may be thinking that they won't be able to help you for the long term. However, Dr. Joe Arve at Maximize Living will change your mind. The moment you meet him, you will find that he is your best friend. He treats you like you are part of his family, and he truly cares about you and your health. He is very knowledgeable about long-term health and wellness. Through the use of spinal correction, he helps you discover what it takes to be a healthier you and will help you feel better even after your first adjustment. He will also share with you the essentials to healthy living so you can take your health back. No matter what stage of life you're in, he will help you develop a plan to achieve the goals you set. Get ready to make a positive change in your life. Give him a call at 303-457-8080, or spinegeek.com. Maximize living. Adjustments for life. Let Five Star Talent and Entertainment be your guide to what's going on in the front range. Music on the patio at the Briarwood Inn will feature Kaya Kenna on the 24th and Derek Evilsizer on the 31st. Bass will rock out at the streets at South Glen during the Dancing in the Streets concert series on the 24th. And see Face again at Westminster Concert in the Park on the 26th. Wash Park will hit the stage at Concerts in the Square at the Orchard Town Center on the 27th. The Lakewood Cultural Center continues their run of Together the Musical with performances nightly from the 20th to the 28th. Join us for rugby at Infinity Park on the 25th through the 28th. Join us for the annual Rocky Mountain MS Center Gala on September 10th. Tickets are still available. On September 8th, Terry Fisher goes over the edge for the Cancer League of Colorado for the third time. Go to 5starx.com or to the 5 Star Facebook page to learn how you can help her reach her goal. Your generous donations, support, and cheers are appreciated. For more details on these events, check out 5starx.com, the number 5starx.com. Or call Terry Fisher at 303-635-1210. Hey, welcome back. This is Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life, and I'm sitting here with my two new best friends, Dr. Lisa, the therapist, (laughs) and Pastor John. And we're just having a good time today. And, you know, we've been sitting up here just talking about 
about life and, and what's going on in life. And, and, you know, during this time, this segment, we want to talk about forgiveness. And, you know, um, as the drill sergeant of life, I, I, I teach a lot of, of, of different boot camps and what have you. And, and one of my boot camps, Dr. Lisa, is on forgiveness. And I tell people, you know, the first person you probably need to forgive mm. is yourself. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because we do a lot of crazy stuff. I know when I was a kid growing up in South Carolina, Pastor John, who oh Lord, I, you want to talk about heathens? I was a heathen brother, okay, and I was good at being a heathen. You hear what good I'm saying it. to you? I was real I good you. at being a heathen. But as I got older, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, oh. it is what it is. It was what it was. Right. You know. But as I got older, some of that stuff just stuck with me. So that to the point where I was like, I'm just a bad person. Mm -hmm. Right. And I finally learned that I needed to forgive Beatrice mm -hmm. for the stuff she had done. Because, yeah, Be Beatrice had done a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Beatrice had kept Beatrice from doing a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. You see. But people can't get that. And, and you know, and it's, it's hard for us to forgive self. Right. Right. Why is that? I think, you know, it's easy to look outward than internally. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just the same with blaming. We will blame others before we look at oh, ourselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that's the same thing as forgiveness and letting go is saying, you know what, we're understanding we're not perfect mm -hmm. and we all make mistakes. I always say we make the best choices we can with the tools we had at that time. Mm -hmm. And maybe our tools were lacking a little bit. Right. Okay. Okay. But um, but now we learn through life. And I and I really feel like our mistakes makes us who we are and hopefully we learn from them and I think accepting that you know but it is a hard concept to admit that you know what one I did make mistakes that's a hard concept yeah. right there mm -hmm. and then once you're there to say you know what but I'm ready to forgive myself for that um, a lot of our self-esteem is entwined with that um, a lot of times we self-medicate because we don't want to forgive ourselves, you know, so it could be whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's food. Yeah. So yeah. it's really important to, to let go yeah. and say, you know what, I did this at that time of my life, you know, right now it wasn't the best choice. Maybe at that time it mm -hmm. seemed like the best choice and I'm ready to let go and forgive myself. Yeah. That's good. Forward. Yeah. That's good. Well, and I think, I think too that, uh, I think one of the points that you brought up too, I spend a lot of time. In, in in a certain context, doesn't sound wor bad, worse than it is, but but sometimes you got to share the bad news before you can share the good news, right? Okay. And so and so sometimes what you have to do is you have to actually convince people that they actually have a sin issue hmm. in in our culture. Hmm. I think as Christians, maybe from our perspective, we kind of go, well, of course I have a sin issue because of, because of our theological perspective, right? But a lot of people. A lot of people don't don't think that they think I'm a pretty good person, and they do the comparison game, right? Well, there's that person over there; they're really bad. And there's that person hmm. over there; they're really bad. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good, mm -hmm. and so, but yet those things linger, and and even if they are not consciously recognizing their own sin, those thing that sin still has an impact. And so, a lot of times, I spend time helping people understand that, in light of what you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. You do have a sin problem, and then we can get to the forgiveness issue, mm. and that is an identity issue, right? Do I am I am I the sinner, mm. or am I an image bearer of God who has been saved by grace? That's good. And right. Where do I find my identity? Because if I find my identity in the sinner, I'm going to perpetuate the sin. It's going to be cyclical. I'm not going to be able to get away from it. If I put my identity in Christ, I'm going to be able to look at the sin and go, yeah, just like everybody else in the world, right. I'm kind of a mixed bag. Mm -hmm. I got some sin. I do some good stuff. Yeah. 
but I need forgiveness for the sin, and, but my identity is in Christ. That's good right there. Well, we're going to listen to a story about some gang rivals, a, a blue crypt and a, what is it, red crypt and the blue somebody. Yeah, blood, <laughs> blood, blood, crypts and the, the bloods. bloods and the crypts. The bloods and the crypts. Yeah. Y'all can tell that that was after my time when I was growing <laughs> up. But they're Just, talking about forgiveness. Let's hear that. A morning cruise through South Central LA. Yeah, we're about to pull up. Every day for this crew starts at the grocery store, where they roll through the aisles like kings. What's up, dude? So two bags of charcoal. You guys are getting lighter fluid. It's like an old-fashioned barbecue. These are the guys behind South Central LA's Trap Kitchen. Got text order two. See that? An underground restaurant with five friends cooking one meal a day for three years now, posting the day's selection. Pineapple Fridays in a trap. For their 55,000 followers on Instagram. My goal is to, you know, like feed the world. A dream that was hard to come by. Growing up in Compton, life on the streets was a struggle for Malachi Jenkins and Roberto Smith. I done been arrested for selling drugs. I was tired of going to jail for hanging out in, in the streets, trying to make some money, hustling. But Malachi always had a knack for cooking, even spent some time studying at Le Cordon Bleu. Roberto suggested maybe he should post his food. I'm like, bro, look at this. Do you see the, the reaction? Do you see the comments on here? People are, oh, um, that looks great. Can I buy some? That food spoke for itself, and Trap Kitchen was born. But their friendship and partnership raised some eyebrows. Wow. Now, <laughs> now we got the Bloods and the Crips coming together. Right. Advising each other, hey, man, that food look good. Mm -hmm. Why don't you put it on online? <laughs> you know, and then the people are looking at that. How do we get past that stigma of I'm a blood mm -hmm. and you're a Crip? We can't be together. Or... I'm black and you're white mm -hmm. and we can't even talk. Mm -hmm. I'm female and you're male. It, right. That's, are we getting it yet? Right, right. You know, and I, I grew up, so I was saying in L.A., and I remembered the Bloods and the Crips, you know, and, and Compton and Watts and mm -hmm. stuff. Of course, I was, you know, I got lost driving there once. But, <laughs> um, you know, so that was unheard of, that these two rivals, and, and Beatrice, you made a great point, or, you know, where does it go, blacks and white, officers and, you know, you our go. civilians, you know, so... It's just amazing if they could do it. That's right. That's right. It come on. It just shows that, See? come on, we could all do it, right? Just wow. put our differences. And I think that's the thing. We all have differences, and I think that makes us unique. Yeah. It would be boring if we were all the same, I that's think. Right. <laughs> You're right about that. Well, I mean, and Scripture talks about this in, in numerous places, but, you know, whether it's John 4 with Jesus and the, and the woman at the well, or whether it's, you know, Galatians 3, there's neither Jew nor Gentile, male nor female in Christ. I think it comes down to identity again, and it's just so much. Are we, am, am I, do I, is my identity found in the fact that I'm a middle-class white male or is my identity found in the fact that, that I've been adopted by, by, by God because of the blood of Jesus Christ? Come on. And, and, and if it's the second, then, then taking that step and crossing cultural boundaries That's right. isn't really that big a deal. That's it right. really isn't. Like, and, and I know that I'm kind of, I'm not very risk averse. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't mind taking risk and things like that. So I don't really think about risk a lot. Right. And so, you know, I just don't, I just don't see, and some people who maybe perceive risk in a particular way and crossing certain boundaries, whatever those are, may, may shy away from that. But if you, if you don't take the risk, you don't get the reward. And I'm just, 
no I, guns, I, just, no I just don't care. Just walk, you know, walk across the street or, or whatever. Talk to the person, whether it's a black person, I'm a white person. And, right. you know, I don't, I don't care. Let's just gang member, not yeah, gang whatever. member. Right? Whatever. We're all whatever. people. You know, this is what I've, this is what I've found that when you, when you're willing to take the first step mm-hmm. and cross whatever that cultural boundary is, that, that even if the other person is, does not have the same perspective on life, maybe, maybe they are a gang member who in other circumstances might want to do harm mm-hmm. because you were r- aggressive in all the right ways to, to cross that cultural boundary. They're not going to, yeah, they're yeah. not going to get aggressive. Let's have a listen to part two. He's a Pyro, I'm a Crip. In the gang world, Pyrus are blood, sworn enemies of the Crips. But Malachi and Roberto don't see it that way. While we out here killing ourselves, they don't care, like, you know? So let's be a good example of that you can't put that to the side. Today, the beef cooks on the grill. Rivalries transcended by a hot meal. You can come to the trap kitchen and get mashed potatoes, steak, asparagus, uh, lobster. A way to provide gourmet meals to the neighborhood at affordable prices. Out of all this, what's the most satisfying part? People's reaction to our food. And now, some of the world's biggest rappers are taking note. Kendrick Lamar, Snoop, The Game. Who wants some non-profit gangster grub? Yeah, we gotta bring you today, man. Trap Kitchen even catering for the cast of Barbershop. Selling up to 60 meals a day, the Trap Kitchen crew now has their sights on moving out of this kitchen. It's the end of the year, a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm pushing for. Mm-hmm. Hoping to turn their hustle and dream into a landmark in L.A. Mm-hmm. Only Snoop could come That's up with something like that. Nonprofit gangster <laughs> grub. And I want some. That's I do too. Really good, right? It's awesome. awesome. I mean, I, I think we all should just get on the plane and go. Let's out go. There and get oh. some. On, on Angie's budget. Grub. Yes. Right. Right, because she's that's got a private right. jet. Right. Right. Does, we won't yeah, tell her. I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. You know, but here's it. I think when you go underneath this you know the stigma and the stereotype and really get to know a person and then like i said like differences are are really great but it's also what brings us together is also what we have in common that's right so i think because these two guys and their passion for food Mm -hmm. but they were able to get there somehow you know to actually have a dialogue to say hey i like this you like this and you know we came together so i think john like what you were saying is get to reach out of your comfort zone and start talking to people and instead of seeing what's on the outside, really see what's on the inside That's of some right. people. And I think yeah. you, you'll find that you're pretty impressed with a lot of us. That's right. That's good. Have you guys it. heard this other story that kind of ties into all this about Jack Sock? Jack, Jack Sock? Sock? Jack no. Sock is a, fi- is a tennis player from um, Australia. And he was just recently in uh, a tournament called the, Hunts- the Hotman Cup. The Hotman and Cup. Um, he was playing against this other guy named Leighton Hewitt. And Leighton Hewitt served it to him. The referee called it out. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen this. Says, oh, yeah. Sorry, you, you, sh- you should challenge this. You should challenge it. Kept telling right. him that to challenge it. Turned out he was right. Lost the match because of it. Right. And it was, it's really been blowing up. It's, this whole, it's not as extreme as gangsters get together and build a kitchen. But I think it's just those little tiny things. Sure. Those things yeah. You're talking about re- who you do want to be represented as. as that's is right. winning more important mm. or is being the good person more important? That's right. I thought that right. was a really cool story. That is that's good. good. Right. That is good. And, you know, I've decided because I, I, I think I've come to the conclusion that because of all the racial tension that's going on, and I'm probably going to be put out of the black community here shortly. <laughs> and the reason being is because I'm just non-color. Mm-hmm. I am. I learned in the military that everybody was green. <laughs> and we had red blood. And so I'm going to create 
the global human race. Yeah. Okay. And there will be no color. We're going to wear um, designer blinders. Designer blind. I like it. Designer blinders. And we're not going to see people for the mm. color of their skin, but we're going to see them for the content of their hearts. Awesome. Right. Right. Okay. Because right. I think that's what Martin Luther King was talking mm. about. Yeah. He might have got that from God, I'm pretty sure. I, I he says he that man sees, man sees on the outside, but God looks at the heart. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. And, and that's that's the point right I mean it's it's and really honestly we are the same race yes we are we I mean there <laughs> goes back to Noah I hate to, hate to break it to you that's but right. we all got the same same great 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 dot 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 that's right grandpa that's right <laughs> that's right we do and and what does this have to do with forgiveness okay you know uh, growing up in the south there was a lot of stuff that went on in the sure. south during the time that I was growing up um, you know, it was a lot of racial tension and, and name calling and stuff like that. I remember the first time a um, a fellow student called me the N word. I got sent home from school that day because <laughs> <laughs> I tried to rub his face into the concrete. And then when I got home, Mama beat my behind because she said no fighting in school. I said, but he called me that word. I don't care what he called you. You shouldn't have beat him like that. But I'll beat him again if he called me that word again. So that was my, wow. you know. You know what, though? I like your mom. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, but I like you. Uh, you're right. Yeah, well. Look at the result of I mom, know. you know, That's I mean, true. but I bet you he never called you that name again. No, he did not. Yeah, no, he did not. And I always had an aversion to that word in my house. Yeah, I, I never liked that word being said mm -hmm. in my house. My children have never said that word. And we're a multicultural family. My husband is pigmently challenged like, y'all, <laughs> you know, and um, we have uh, <laughs> one black child, um, two Amerasian children and one mixed child. She don't know which way to go, you know. And so awesome. um, we don't use words like that. We don't use racially, you know, yeah. tensioning words like that because um, we've got to let that stuff go. Yeah. You know, Dr. Lisa, you said something earlier about letting stuff go. And if we continue to just hold on to that stuff, we will never let it go. Yeah, that's right. Well, and, and honestly, one of my heroes in history um, is Booker T. Washington for that very reason, because mm -hmm. he he did come out up out of slavery as his biography and excellent read. And and that's what he he did. He forgave uh, those who enslaved him. Mm -hmm. And he I, I mean, not not his grandpa. Or a great grandpa, him. That's right. That he was the slave, and he forgave them, and then and then rose up, started Tuskegee Institute, and mm -hmm. um, you know w was all about educating uh, black people. And and he he is a uh, an American hero, as far as I'm concerned. That's awesome. And I think it, that just shows, you know, when we have been wronged, it is important to let go and forgive. Otherwise, we carry that anger around, and then we're no better than the person who wronged us. That's right. So Absolutely. it is, you know, really important. It's not saying I condone what they did. It's not saying I'm going to be your, the buddy with the whatever whoever wronged you. Right. It's just saying, you know what, I'm taking back control. I'm letting go of my anger and sadness or whatever it created for me, and I'm being free. That's right. And I that's think good. that's important. Well, the first person that, that benefits from forgiveness is the forgiver. That's right. Not the forgivee. Right. And, and, and it's because you're, you're on the hook, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, the resentment builds up and whatever. You're hanging on to those things. And so as soon as you can let that go, 
Um, which is work, by the way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, it's, it's a lot work. of work. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Not and, easy. You know, it, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. And, but as soon as we do it, then we free up all that space yes. inside That's that right. was consumed mm-hmm. with all that cancerous, you know, yes. anger that we had in our hearts and stuff. And, and we can start loving people yes. for real. Until I was able to forgive myself. I didn't really love mm-hmm. people. Right. Okay. In fact, they got on my last nerve all the time. <laughs> Just looking at me, they got on my nerves. Right. But once I was able to forgive Beatrice, then I could forgive other people and I could love them right. for who they are. You know, Pastor John, I, I've decided to call you Apostle, Prophet, Evangelist, Pastor, <laughs> Teacher. I'm okay. Doctor. You're. Okay. You have been promoted. All right. But now with promotion comes much responsibility. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hey, tell us how to get in touch with you. Yeah. Um, GFOL.org is, is Grace Fellowship of Lakewood, where I'm the pastor, the John Byrne blog, or look me up on Facebook. Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, by the way. I'm very Irish. B-Y-R-N-E. Yeah. All right, then. And you're just so cute. I mean, <laughs> She's I little and cute, too. I, I She's like, well. She is. And, you know, and I can, every time I look at you, I hear the song, well, the West Coast girls, you know. Like, <laughs> A little Beach Boys girl. action. Yeah, you know, and you're just so cute. How do we get in touch with you? I love you. Um, <laughs> LifeSupportInstitute.com. Awesome. Well, we hope you've had a good time today. This is Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life. Get in touch with me, DrillSergeantOfLife.com. Hey, love you peeps. God bless y'all. May God bless you continually. Hey, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Amen. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can shine. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. I like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. Let Five Star Talent and Entertainment be your guide to what's going on in the front range. Music on the Patio at the Briarwood Inn will feature Kaya Kenna on the 24th and Derek Evilsizer on the 31st. Bass will rock out at the Streets at South Glen during the Dancing in the Streets concert series on the 24th. And see Face again at Westminster Concert in the Park on the 26th. Wash Park will hit the stage at Concerts in the Square at the Orchard Town Center on the 27th. The Lakewood Cultural Center continues their run of Together the Musical with performances nightly from the 20th to the 28th. Join us for rugby be at Infinity Park on the 25th through the 28th. Join us for the annual Rocky Mountain MS Center Gala on September 10th. Tickets are still available. On September 8th, Terry Fisher goes over the edge for the Cancer League of Colorado for the third time. Go to 5starx.com or to the 5 Star Facebook page to learn how you can help her reach her goal. Your generous donations, support, and cheers are appreciated. For more details on these events, check out 5starx.com, the number 5starx.com. Or call Terry Fisher at 303 635 1210. 
The summer fun continues in the majestic mountains at YMC of the Rockies in Estes Park and Snow Mountain Ranch. Some time away is just what you need to relax and rejuvenate. Both locations offer so many activities it's difficult to list them all. From guided hikes and archery to campfires and climbing wall, there's something for everyone at YMCA of the Rockies. This summer is still on your mind, but it's never too early to start planning your family reunion for next year. For more information and to plan your visit, go to ymcarockies.org. Hey, hey, here we are. The end of a Angie Austin show. This is Jason Bennett sitting in for Angie Austin. And I got Dr. Joe on the phone all the way from Rio. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Joe? Hey, very good. How's it going today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, good, so what's good. going on? You, you doing anything exciting down at the Olympics? Oh, man, let me tell you. It's been an amazing trip. We just got in uh, yesterday, and so we are in Rio, staying in Copacabana, and we're here because we've spent the last year, last four years, actually, helping the USA wrestling team get ready, and so we have uh, three of the women's wrestlers going on Thursday. We have one still going today. It's Wednesday here. Um, and, uh, yeah, still med- medal contention. And then we have uh, wrestlers going on Friday, Jordan Burroughs, to win a gold medal. And so uh, I'm a part of a team of doctors called Maximum Living Doctors, and we're here helping these athletes perform at their best. And so it's just been a fun, amazing trip. Um, I was at the London 2012 Olympics, had a great time there. Uh, we helped uh, USA Judo. Uh, win medals, and again, we've had them win two medals this year, as far as Kayla Harrison won the gold medal again, and then our friend uh, Travis Stevens won the silver medal. So it's been fun helping these athletes do their best, and what I love about being a maximum living doctor in, in Denver is that we can apply the same care to our patients' lives, to our community, and help our help our people in Denver have the same kind of gold medal success as well, so it's fun. It's lots of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I was actually talking to my friend the other day who said, why would I need care like a like an athlete and i was like you know what the best care you can get is probably the, the best you want right well you know that's a good point you know god's put each of us on this earth for a reason and it may not to be play of sport but it may to be a mom it may to be a dad it may to be a student it may be to be a worker of some type or, or a pastor but you know and we all know how health if we don't feel good can get in the way of your performance of uh, whether you've got a do dishes, where you've got to cook or clean, where you got to clean the house, where you got to do the work on time, what you know, and if you just don't feel like it, then you're just not really fun to live with or to be with. And so your health becomes a huge priority as far as physically, emotionally, mentally being at your best, at least if you want to go out there and serve and be everything you can for God. And so we help our patients realize, okay, you don't want to be a champion gymnast. That's, you know, I understand that. But what are your goals? What are your dreams for you as a mom? for you as a grandmom, for, you know, where do you want to be at in 20 years? And unfortunately, most Americans are ending up in nursing homes right now. And so if you really don't want to end up in nursing homes, if you really want to be at your best, be at your ideal weight, have all the energy you want to pull this thing called life off, then you absolutely need me as a maximized living doctor to make sure you get there. So that's what the whole part has nothing to do with pain, has nothing to do with, but it has everything to do with you being at your best, being, being strong, being healthy being there for your family. That's why you should have me as your maximum living doctor. And when an athlete has a goal to be in the Olympics and they use me, then good things happen. When a mom or a dad or a family uses me, then you see them losing weight. You see them getting off their medication. You see them they no longer have pain, headaches, back pain, neck pain. And now they're, they're on the road to, to living out their dreams as a healthy family, you know, at their ideal energy and strength and weight. And that's what makes it so much fun. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've heard you say before that if you look at yourself like a Ferrari, you're going to put that top the top end fuel in. But if you look at yourself like you're a 1970s Pinto wagon, you might use the 85 octane. It's better to use, you know. And if but you should look at yourself like you're a Ferrari, right? No matter who you are. Yeah, well, the thing is, yeah, no, exactly, because we're all creating God's image, you know. And God doesn't make junk. And so, and, and again, this may not be for everybody. People like being grumpy or in pain or, or suffering, and that's okay. But the real for those people out there who are listening, who really want better for their life, and that's most people, um, you know, who really want better for their life. Realize that God gave them a purpose. They're creating God's image. God doesn't make junk. And so if you're having anything in your life that's causing you to suffer or to make you sad, it doesn't have to be there. It's temporary. It's not your rest of your life doesn't have to look this way. And we can make serious, easy changes in your life and remove the interference that's blocking you from being healthy, from being strong, from being at your ideal weight, from getting those good grades in school. Or from or making it onto that sports team if it's an athlete in college or high school yeah. or junior high, you know it's just about you maximizing. Are you living the best life possible for yourself right now? And if not, why not? And let me help you remove interference, get healthy, and get your life back on track so you can be everything God created you to be. That's really what it's all about. That's awesome, Doctor Joe. So tell us how to get a hold of you again. We got about twenty seconds. You know, hey, come to our event on August twenty seventh. It's a Saturday at nine thirty at our office called Sleep More, Way Less. And if you want to come, you can call my cell phone, 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. Or message us at Spine Geek on Facebook. At Spine Geek on Facebook. Well, great, Dr. Joe. Thank you very much. Have fun at the Olympics. Win, some, win us some more medals. And then uh, when you come back, we'll have to talk all about it. We'll have some fun. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.